Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our area's most beautiful properties deserve the finest realtors. Meeks Realty Group. We focus on buying and selling residential and commercial properties throughout the tri-state area. Contact Meeks Realty Group online at meeks.us or call 304-440-1101. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or WVRC Media. 580 Live is presented by Thornhill Automotive and is broadcast live from the Parmar Stores studio. The country, the United States of America, the state, West Virginia, the city, Charleston. This is 580 Live, and your host of 580 Live. What we've got here is failure to communicate. He's kind of a big deal. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble. Dave Allen. Hey folks, good Monday morning to you from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group and the voice of Charleston WCHS. Coming up on the show, by the way, Ryan Nicholson is our producer today. Coming up on the show this morning, it's Mayor Monday with Mayor uh, Scott James from the city of St. Albans going to join us. Big happenings going on in St. Albans with Yak Fest this weekend. We'll get the latest from the mayor on that. Plus, Jason Huffman from Americans for Prosperity is going to stop by. This uh, debt reduction bill uh, that was agreed upon a couple of weeks ago, it's got some energy components to it. There's a lot of components to it. Jason's going to talk about that with us coming up a little bit later on. Uh, plus, some stuff a little closer to home and, of course, the Trump indictment. I didn't get a chance to get into a lot of that on Friday, but I am going to get into that a little bit later on. Put your calls and texts are welcome to Bigly Piggly Wiggly Hotline 304-345-5858 and the Fruit Pharmacy text 304-935-5008. We do the show each Monday through, uh, Monday through Friday from the Parmar Store Studio. If there's not a Parmar Store near you now, there will be soon. Parmar invites you to the Adelphia Summer Concert Series in Marietta, Ohio. It's only an hour and a half drive, folks, from downtown Charleston. Thursday, June 22nd, it's Brett Michaels, formerly a Poison, followed by Kingfish Ingram on the 23rd, and then country music superstar Craig Morgan on June 24th. Theadelphia Summer Concert Series fueled by Parmar. And again, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. And 580 Live is brought to you by the Thornhill Otter Group, including Thornhill Ford Lincoln. Set yourself up for adventure this summer. The whole family Put the whole family at a new expedition or discover the new Ford F-150 XLT available to qualified buyers at zero APR for 36 months. Plus, only Thornhill Ford Lincoln offers a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty. Visit thornhillford.net or in person on the Thornhill Motor Mile, U.S. 119 in Chapmanville. Must qualify for all offers through Ford Financial. See Thornhill for all the details. All right, got that taken care of. Mayor Scott James from St. Albans is with us on Mayor Monday. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am wonderful. Good morning, Dave. Thank you uh, for being here with us today. Lots going on to talk. Lots to talk about here on this uh, rainy uh, Monday. Some exciting times in the city of Red Dragons yes. with Yakfest coming up this weekend. We're going to get into some other things in St. Albans, but I do want to start with the Yakfest happening this weekend. This is pretty much like the premier event in the area, there, right? It is. Uh, you know, this is our fifth year. The last two years. Uh, we've approximated between eleven and 12,000 people in Old Main uh, between Friday and Saturday. Uh, we have music playing all day, uh, starting at 4 o'clock on Friday, starting at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Streets full of vendors. Uh, we've got uh, food vendors, uh, art vendors, craft vendors, uh, drink vendors. Uh, there'll be craft beers. There'll be domestic beers, um, uh, all kinds of food. There'll be outdoor vendors. And, uh, you know, we started this to celebrate the Tour de Col. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's in its 20th year, and there'll probably be 1,800, 2,000 kayakers going down Cole River Saturday morning. So uh, we're excited, man. We're looking forward to it. Talk about the planning that goes into this. It's one of those events that, okay, it wraps up, you know, on what, Sunday, Saturday? Saturday. Wraps month. up Saturday. Then on Sunday, you start planning for next year. That's usually the way it works. But talk about the amount of planning that goes into this. Yeah. Well, we, we, uh, we'll take a couple weeks off. Uh, we get back together. We evaluate the good and the bad, mm-hmm. what we yeah. can do better. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we start meeting about once a month. Uh, and then as we get closer, it's twice a month. Right. And uh, uh, we've got a committee. They do a fantastic job. Uh, and like I said, it's grown from about 8,000 people the first year to 11, and tw- 11 to 12,000. And people come from all over. We have people from other states, uh, all around the state of West Virginia, and uh, they just have a good time. It's, it's, it's a great time to listen to music. It's a great time to see old friends uh, and just sit back and relax and enjoy yourself. And let's talk about the timeline of events. When do things kick off? Uh, Four o'clock Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, our lineup Friday night. At four o'clock, we got Weekend Warriors uh, on stage. Then at five, we got Buddy Allen and the Cheat River Band. Uh, from six to eight, we got Craig Gertis. And then eight to ten, and I had never really heard of her, but I've been on YouTube and I've watched your Hannah Dasher. She's out of Nashville, does a fantastic job, a lot of fun, a bundle of energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then on Saturday, we get started at two o'clock. Uh, opening band is Thieves and Beggars, three o'clock, Low Jam. Four to five, Dave McCormick and his Dangerous Band. I've I've heard I've actually heard Dave play a number yeah. of times. He's really good. They are good. And uh, five to six, we got Bent Whiskey. Six to eight, we have an up and coming star, Bucky Covington. Mm-hmm. I think he was eighth on uh, America's Got Talent on one of those shows, uh, and he's got a couple hits that uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure he'll be playing. And then from 8 to 10, we're closing the event out with the Davison Brothers. You can't get better than the Davison Brothers, man. They're fantastic. Again, we're talking with Mayor Scott James of St. Albans on Mayor Monday. Talk about the economic impact, Mayor, to the city. Uh, Well, we we consider the economic impact to be uh, mid to high six-figure impact for us, uh, uh, possibly up into the seven figures. It's hard to determine exactly, but I know our businesses – in St. Albans, have record weekends every every year. We have uh, Yak Fest, and uh, uh, early on, some of the businesses on Old Main they didn't like the fact that we were closing the street down for two days. But they learned to keep their doors open, mm-hmm. and great things have happened for them. Yeah, exactly right. Five eighty live is brought to you part by Generations Physical Therapy, seven convenient locations along I sixty four, and they are hiring for both licensed and technically trained staff. For more information, visit generationspt.com. That's a big a big impact uh, there to have that. I mean, that many people in town, but, and one of the things about St. Albans, and I've talked about this in the past mayor with you is I really like the fact that you, you do have these little shops in St. Albans. It's a cool little place with everything that's going on there. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, you know, when we took office, there were seven or eight empty buildings on old main and we've got one now. And I think it's going to be filled soon, but uh, it's become a destination spot. You know, we've got uh some established business owners that have been there for a long time, uh, Chandler's, uh, Colonial Tears, a little bit of heaven, on and on. And then we've got some young entrepreneurs that have mm-hmm. taken a chance, the owners of the tap. Uh, uh, we got, of course, the cafe. We got shuckers, uh, drummies. Uh, and these are, these are places that people come from, not just St. Albans or Canal Valley, but other counties to – partake in our businesses and you know i've I've said in the past i know becky she's a paralegal one of the lawyers that she does some work for uh him and his family have come to st albans uh for the day on a saturday Mm -hmm. do some shopping uh stop and get lunch and then go buy a little bit of heaven cupcakes get some dessert and uh it's 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 a great event it really truthfully is and I, i i tell you what timing's a big aspect dave i think People are tired of going out and fighting the South Ridges. And what we have is what I call unique or family-owned businesses. And it's not the same thing you mm-hmm. get when you go to all these chains. And that's why people are coming, uh, not only to St. Albans, but other communities around West Virginia that have done the same thing. And it's almost like an old-school type thing, uh, you know, where people go to town on a Saturday. Yes. You know, uh, and, and go, and as you said, and they go and they visit these shops that you can't necessarily uh, that you don't see out at the uh, out at the uh, the strip malls or whatever, uh, Mayor. I want to switch gears and we'll go back to Yakfest here in a couple moments. I want to talk about uh, some demolition projects. Uh, of course, the the school there is probably the biggest one. It's one that gets all the attention. Talk about uh, where that is. Okay, uh, they began abatement a couple weeks ago. They finished in one area. 
So Rodney Loftus is coming in starting either late morning or early afternoon tomorrow. He'll let us know today exactly what time. Uh, and he's going to start tearing that part of the building down. Now, uh, we're, we're super excited about this. You know, that's been an eyesore for over 30 years in mm-hmm. St. Albans. Uh, we're getting it torn down within six years of our administration. Uh, and when I say our administration, I'm talking about myself, but also city council who's played a major role in funding this. And, uh, so, uh, uh, it's just going to be exciting. It's going to start bringing property values up. It brings the safety uh, uh, value up uh, to where kids and vagrants can't get in that building uh, once it's torn down. And then it'll be up to city council what we do with the property afterwards because we do own the property. Any uh, any thoughts, anything you can put out there yet, or is it just too early? Well, it's a little early. There's been a couple things. I personally wouldn't mind selling, dividing it up and selling two or three lots and mm-hmm. be, build single-dwelling homes or condos that you buy. I'm not looking for rental property by any means. Uh, and start bringing property values back up again in the area. Uh, a park has been mentioned, uh, so... Uh, uh, we'll have that discussion at city council soon. So uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm looking for grants for pickleball courts uh, for sure. Uh, We've got to get some of those. That might be an area we could possibly put pickleball courts. So pickleball's huge. Oh, it is huge. (laughs) It's huge. Yeah. But we've got several pieces of property that were donated to us through this uh, demolition program. You know, we've got 42 structures torn down during my tenure. All right. And, uh, the fiscal year's getting ready to start July 1st, so we've got a few more stragglers there we're going to get torn down. So uh, uh, it just helps the overall appeal of our city when people are coming to town. Any new businesses or any new developments going on uh, in town to talk about? Yeah, we had a ribbon cutting last Saturday. Uh, it's just outside of St. Albans, mm-hmm. but still part of our community. Uh, it's um, – Sight, sounds, and speed. Yeah, yeah. Our actually, uh, Woody Woods from our sister station, ninety-eight point seven, to beat did a live broadcast on there on the Friday before right. that, and I stopped in to see Woody. What a man! That that's a fantastic shop there. It is, and uh, uh, the gentleman that owns it uh, is a wonderful guy. He's so excited to be where oh, he's he is. At. Yeah, I talked to him. <laughs> and uh, uh, then we have a ribbon cutting uh, on a uh, uh, shop on Old Main Wednesday at noon. Okay, a uh, small gift shop type deal and uh so you know it just continues to grow uh and and th- that's what we had to do we had to because we don't have direct interstate access and all the logistics that these chain stores want um we had to make st Albans a place people wanted to be part of and cleaning the town up was a big aspect of that uh reducing crime was a big aspect of that so we continue to move forward. We got more work to do. Uh, I have announced that I am going to run again next year uh, for a third term. Uh, and uh, to be honest with you, if I'm blessed and God willing and happen to win, I'll be 69 when that term's up. So it might be time to ride off into the sunset. <laughs> now, then you can run for city council yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and be on that end of it for a while. <laughs> well, me and my wife might do some traveling. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Mayor Scott James, let's uh, wrap it up by talking about uh, Yak Fest again this weekend. Uh, where can people learn more about uh, all the – because you throw out a lot of information. I mean, you know, social media, website, what you got? Yeah, yakfestwv.com. Okay. It covers all the entertainment, the schedule, uh, uh, the vendors, uh, sponsorship, if anybody wants to become a sponsor. Uh, so, you know, and that's something we couldn't do. Yak Fest without was our sponsor. Oh, yeah. And Kanawha County Commission is a big sponsor in COVA uh, and and many others. But uh, I can't remember them all, list them all. But uh, but there'll be signage, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah, there's <laughs> signage and uh, uh, they're on uh, social media posts that we have and everything else. So. And so things start Friday afternoon, right after work. So don't even go home, man. No, just, just, just go straight down. there. Everything yep. you could possibly your dinner's taken care of, your drinks taken care of, your music, and of course you got several thousand people on the river too. So yes, can't, and, and can't beat them. Good thing about this is, you know, you got to pay the vendors, but 
you don't pay for the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's paid free. for. It's free. Free entertainment. Mayor Scott James of St. Albans will talk soon, man. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you, Dave. 580 Live is brought to you part by Valley Outdoors. Nobody with a bigger and better selection of guns of all kinds than Glenn Yeager and Valley Outdoors. Visit their shop on Mount Vernon Road in Taze Valley or at, the, at uh, valleyoutdoors.com. Again, the website, valleyoutdoorswv.com. Make sure you put that WV in there. Jason Huffman from American for Prosperity is up next from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group and the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Are you a physical therapy assistant and looking for an opportunity in orthopedics, wellness, and athletic care? If so, Generations Physical Therapy is offering flexible work hours and an upbeat atmosphere. With seven convenient locations, Generations may have a job designed for you. Visit GenerationsPT.com. Elevators. You take them for granted until they let you down. If you're working to maintain a stellar reputation, then let me introduce you to DC Elevator. We want to work with you to make sure your people get where they are going. What could be better than a new company coming to the area and already having 45 years of experience? DC Elevator is bringing a new culture of elevator maintenance, repairs, modernization, and installation to West Virginia. Don't leave your people hanging. For a free consultation, call DC Elevator at 304-345-7222. Ready for something new? Hey, it's Sydney inviting you to Thornhill Ford Lincoln on the Thornhill Motor Mile, where it's time to drive something new into summer with Thornhill. Set yourself up with adventure for the whole family in a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Or discover the power behind the badge with 2023 Ford F-150 XLT, offering 0% APR for 36 months. Plus, only Thornhill Ford Lincoln offers a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty with your next purchase. Click or come by at thornhillford.net. We've got your keys to summer on the Thornhill Motor Mile, US 119 Chapmanville. Let's pop up for all of our super financial for all details. This year is almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain? Enough is enough. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Dave Allen. The Advanced Regenerative Medicine Solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking health properties from your own body and applying them right to your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Call QC Kinetics of Huntington and Cross Lanes for your complimentary consultation. 304-202-5566. 304-202-5566. That's 304-202-5566. 924 Live brought to you by QC Kinetics of Huntington and Cross Lanes. If you've got pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips... You need to say no to pills and surgery and say yes to QC Kinetics. Call today for a free consultation, 304-202-5566, 304-202-5566 for QC Kinetics of Huntington and Cross Lanes. Ryan Nicholson is our producer today. I want to welcome to the show Jason Huffman from Americans for Prosperity. Good morning, man. How are you? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Happy summer. But it's not. I don't think it's officially summer yet. But it it's too cold outside to seem like summer today. <laughs> it was kind of nasty. I had to drive in on the interstate this morning, real nasty. But they say, not to play, you know, Tony Cavalier here, but they say that later in the in the day we're supposed to have some sunshine. So that's good news. Uh, Jason, I was reading an op-ed uh, that you folks just put out, and it had to do with some energy policies, specifically um, as it pertains to Senator Joe Manchin. Full disclosure. We still don't know what Senator Manchin is going to do next year. Is he going to run for re-election to his Senate seat, uh, more than likely, in that case, facing off against Governor Jim Justice? Is he going to run for president, or is he just going to go to the House? Uh, Senator Manchin says he's not going to make an announcement until possibly the end of the year. Tell the folks what the, uh, the the whole basis of the editorial that you put out. Well, so, Dave, you remember in school when the teacher would break you up into different, different groups mm-hmm. in the class, mm-hmm. and uh, there was always that one kid without fail that – uh, wouldn't do their work, but still expected all the credit for it. Well, that's pretty much what Senator Manchin has done. <laughs> with the Mountain Valley. Well, it was also me, but go ahead. Um, so you say that's Senator Manchin? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I mean, our folks on the Hill tell us that he had very little to do with the Mountain Valley pipeline being included in the debt ceiling compromise between Speaker McCarthy and President Biden. Uh, but Manchin's still out here taking a victory lap on it. So we're just speaking truth to power a little bit. Uh, the fact of the matter is, for two years, Senator Manchin was essentially, uh, arguably, one of the most powerful men in the free world. And sure. if he wanted real permitting reform done to get these infrastructure products, projects going, he would have done that. Uh, but he did not. 
So what would you have preferred to that him to do differently other than, I, I guess, be more active? What would you like to have seen him, him done in this instance, Jason? Well, going back to that, uh, that particular deal that he cut with the president and they sponsored a bill together, the Inflation Reduction Act, mm-hmm. you know, that would have been the time to really step up for, for folks in West Virginia that want reliable, affordable energy again. Um, and what was his landmark, you know, achievement during that time, the Inflation Reduction Act, which spent trillions of dollars, uh, meant tens of thousands of new IRS agents, uh, created a new tax on, on natural gas that's going to make energy more expensive. We generally think that was a, a pretty big boondoggle. That was a failure on the part of Senator Manchin. So what we're doing with um, our commentary now and our efforts on the ground with our activists and, and staff across the state, prosperity is possible. We know that Washington, D.C. is broken, but it doesn't have to be. And if folks like Senator Manchin will stop playing politics and stop kowtowing to uh, the Biden administration and, and really stand up for taxpayers and stand up for citizens in West Virginia, uh, we think that we can have prosperity again. Right now, we're in economic doldrums not seen since the Carter administration. Uh, inflation's still too high. Energy prices are up. Uh, we really want to see some action out of Washington, D.C., and so we're asking uh, senators in seven different states to simply do better. Now, Senator Manchin would, would probably, I'm sure he would take issue with that because he would say, well, I'm not the one playing politics here. He said, I'm the one that's, I'm the deal maker. That's what he would say. Well, I mean, you know, pot calling kettle black to some extent. Um, <laughs> Senator Manchin not playing politics is a bit of a, an irony to me. Um, but in any, in any extent, uh, I think, you know, at the end of the day, listen, um, is it good that the Mountain Valley Pipeline is going to be completed? Yes, it is. And, you know, uh, thanks to the lawmakers that did step up to the plate and were really hard to get that done. Uh, you know, Congressman Carol Miller, uh, Senator Shelley Capito, and uh, obviously Speaker McCarthy. Um, but again, we just want to call the balls and strikes like we see them, Dave. And uh, I think that's important. You know, right now, Joe Manchin, uh, he, his his poll numbers are the worst that they've been in his entire political career. And so naturally, it would make sense that he's trying to score a win here and there. And we just want to hold him accountable and say, hey, uh, there's a bill in Congress, H.R. 1, the Lower Energy Cost Act, that we think and we know uh, – based on proven policy principles, would lower the cost of energy, would make more affordable, reliable energy for folks. Uh, They had that bill in the U.S. Senate. It's passed the House. Why not try to cobble together a couple votes um, of moderate Democrats in the Senate and try to get that bill done? Uh, I want to talk about the pipeline again uh, for just a moment. We're talking to Jason Huffman from America for Prosperity about the pipeline and about the deal that was struck, Jason. The Democrats... Many of them weren't happy, not the moderates that you mentioned, but the, you know, a little bit more far left. They weren't happy that the pipeline is going to live to see another day. More right-leaning Republicans saw it as the party caving. So overall, and you've touched on a little bit, your thoughts on the bill and the deal that was struck overall? Uh, I mean, it's imperfect. Um, but I think, you know, had Republicans in Congress walked away from the deal that, that Speaker McCarthy had, had got for them, which largely, uh, for all intents and purposes, they, they won on that deal. Had they walked away from that deal, you'd have seen uh, Chuck Schumer go over to President Biden's office and they would have had a clean debt ceiling increase. And so I think uh, it, in the, the posture of Congress right now, as much of a win as they were going to get, remember, they, they got – um, some spending reductions. Uh, obviously, we need to do more in terms of uh, transformational reforms to how we fundamentally budget in this country. You know, the, the trillions and trillions of dollars of debt that we're in are unacceptable. And, and frankly, they're, they're taken away from our children's and our children's children's future. So we've got to do serious work there. But with what they did on the debt ceiling compromise, I, I think Republicans call that a win. It's 935 Eddie Line, presented in part by Travis Willard, your Edward Jones financial advisor just off the Taze Valley exit. Learn how Travis Willard and the team can help you reach your financial goals. Visit edwardjones.com or call Travis today, 304-397-5553, 304-397-5553 for your Edward Jones financial advisor, Travis Willard, Edward Jones member, SIPC. We're talking to uh, Jason Huffman for Americans for Prosperity. Fruit Pharmacy text line says Jason Huffman for governor. <laughs> Hey, maybe one of these days, Dave. I don't know. Somebody talk me into it. Uh, not, uh, not exactly uh, in in the in the cards right now. Hey, retirement project. You know, I'm young. Still. <laughs> I, get I got time. It. I get it. Yes, you are young. Well, let's go back to Mansion for a moment. Um, what would you prefer to see Senator Mansion do in, I 20, just, in 2024? I mean, I mentioned 
could run. You know, I mean, as it stands, and, and you know, it's a lifetime away. As it stands right now, Jim Justice, you know, is probably is probably going to be the the Republican senatorial candidate. With all due respect to Alex Mooney, he's miles ahead of Alex Mooney in the in the polling. That could change, as we've seen it change in the past. So, Justice runs against Manchin. Justice trounces Manchin, in my opinion. With all due respect to Joe Manchin, I mean, Justice wins that. And I think Joe Manchin probably knows this, and he knows he doesn't have a serious chance to be elected for president, but he's just throwing that out there. What would you like to see Manchin do in 2024? Well, okay, I'm going to put myself in the headspace of, let's say I'm a Manchin consultant right now, right? What am I thinking when I look at this landscape? You know, he's got some of the lowest poll numbers that he's had in his entire political career. Um, you know, there's been talk about him doing some, you know, third party run for, for president. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and he's continued to kind of flip flop on this inflation reduction act, um, where he has essentially, you know, when the bill passed, he he said, uh, thank president Biden for signing the bill so quickly. Then he said, well, you know, they're not implementing this the way they said they would. Um, and then last week he resumed defending the bill after he had said that he would vote to repeal his own bill. So I'm not even sure that he knows where he's at on that issue right now. But what it telegraphs to us, I think, is that his political future is uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, does he pull a Jay Rockefeller and say, okay, I'm going to ride off into the sunset and not end my political career on a loss? Maybe. Um, I think a third-party run for president seems more and more likely um, just based on the strength that that uh, Governor Justice has right now, uh, with the headwinds that he's he's got behind him, um, so we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't have a preference. Um, we deal with the punches as mm-hmm. they land, right. basically, and so uh, we'll keep working toward good policy regardless of of who's in that seat. A little off topic here, and I have to ask you, and again, I'm not asking for an endorsement or anything like that, because I know that you're somebody that follows politics closely in addition to your job. You'd follow politics closely if you you know, uh, if you know, worked at Kroger. I mean, I just think it's who you are. Uh, what do you make of all these Republicans running for governor? I mean, you know, again, I'm not asking for you to endorse anyone or anything like that, but I mean, you got Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, Secretary of State Mac Warner, auto dealer Chris Miller, Auditor J.B. McCuskey, uh, Delegate Moore Capita. What, what, what exactly do you make of all these people? people that are throwing their hat in the ring to run for governor. Well, I think it's a it's a good commentary on where West Virginia is politically. I mean, it used to be the case that you couldn't get a Republican to run for office mm-hmm. out of fear of uh, losing, um, you know, back in the early, the early teens. So it, I think Republicans in the state have come a long way in terms of just how competitive their primaries are. I mean, it's, uh, it's healthy to have a competitive primary system. Uh, it keeps folks accountable. Uh, it gives voters, you know, a lot of transparency and options and, and the ability to hold folks accountable. Uh, and I think, you know, when it comes to the, the gubernatorial race, obviously, Patrick Morrissey is uh, the front runner there. He's somebody that uh, has done a very good job as attorney general. Uh, he has done a great job in terms of getting out there and talking to voters and talking to citizens about the work that he's done as attorney general. Um, you know, several of the folks that are that are in that field, though, um, it's going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one to watch, and and hopefully, um, as we continue to see competitive primaries in the state, uh, you see a, a benefit to that because uh, what we're going to see hopefully is is better policy outcomes. It's amazing to me, and I brought this up time and time again, Jason, on the show. How far the Republicans have gone in West Virginia? I mean, let's turn back the clock. I mean, I mean, we don't have to go back to the 1960s. Let's go back to you know, 10, 15, 20 years or so ago. How far? I mean, we wouldn't even we wouldn't have even thought in our wildest dreams of having this conversation about that many people running for governor. You know, 15 years ago. Yeah, you know, I I think it's striking. Um, the, we're the state that voted for Dukakis, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been in a demographic winter for quite some time. So the, these are the same voters. Uh, by and large, yeah. that are making these decisions. And I think, uh, obviously, it speaks to the, the Democratic Party has just strewn so far away from, from their roots and, and I think where people are at in the state. Um, so that's that's why you've seen voter registration rolls change so much in West Virginia. Uh, independents are on the rise, Republicans on the rise, Democrats at the lowest registration rate that they've been. Uh, and going down. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's very telling, though, um, especially as you you continue to see lawmakers in the state house uh, in here in Charleston, um, just really transformational reforms left and right. You see the largest tax cut in state history that the lawmakers just got done. Um, we've become a leader when it comes to educational freedom. Now that uh, we've passed the the first universal education savings account program in the country, and now 
you know, eight or 10 other states have essentially copied our homework and done the same thing. Uh, it's nice to be a leader on some of these freedom issues. Tex says, you know who did nothing for the Mountain Valley Pipeline? Alex Mooney. Well, that's uh, that's potentially possible. I, I don't actually know the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know. Talk about the group, and, and you know, you've been a regular on the show uh, in the past, but uh, for those who may have not heard you before, talk about the whole movement in Americans for Prosperity. What's it all about? Well, so uh, we believe that, you know, uh, freedom and opportunity equal prosperity. What we want to do is create the conditions for that through uh, policy reforms, through good ideas that are common sense, uh, partnering with lawmakers to accomplish those but largely we're a platform for people to come together and make sure their voices are heard. Um, we want to re-energize people uh, to put their their voices into the policymaking process. You know, we just published our, our scorecard that you can find at uh, wvscorecard.com. And basically what that does is, is print out the roll calls of the most important bills from each session so folks know where their lawmakers stood on the issues. Um, and it wasn't that long ago that we didn't actually have access to how lawmakers voted. Um, and so we want to be a platform for accountability, transparency in government, and just getting things done, common sense ideas, and, and making sure people's voices are heard so that lawmakers know, hey, uh, the people were with us on this issue. Let's let's get it done for them. What does this year look like for Americans for Prosperity? Because, I mean, you know, in the, in the year of the perpetual campaign, or the, the era, I should say, um, you know, we saw all these people announcing runs, as I said, for governor, Senate, you know, whatever, you know, long secretary of state, these other offices, long, uh, much earlier than what they used to. But what does a year like this look for, for you folks? I mean, wh- what, what takes up your time right now at preparing for 2024? Well, right now we're doing what we always do, which is getting out there and going door to door and talking to citizens about the issues that matter most to them. Um, just having those important conversations with people uh, to keep them in the loop on on the policy discussion. Um, you know, I think we've we've knocked you know ten or twelve or fifteen thousand doors. I haven't looked today, but <laughs> you know we've got staff all over across the state and, and activists all across the state, and so um, we are really just doubling down on having those meaningful conversations with folks. And, and again, uh, people don't understand how much power they have when it comes to the policymaking process. You know, if you uh, make five phone calls to your congressional office, your, your member in Congress, they'll begin casework on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you extrapolate that down to the, to the state house level, uh, it's exponentially fewer calls. And, you know, people are paying attention. Lawmakers want to hear uh, from their constituents. And so we're, uh, we're endeavoring to make sure that they, that they do hear for, from them. Uh, particularly right now, thanking them for, again, the largest tax cut in state history, which is a, a monumental achievement that I think people in West Virginia are are very excited about. Jason Huffman for Americans for Prosperity. I uh, certainly appreciate you uh, stopping by the shows you do from time to time. Where can people learn more about your organization? Uh, right now, they could take a look at uh, prosperityispossible.com. Prosperityispossible.com. All right. Appreciate you being here, man. We'll talk again soon. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks, Dave. 580 Live presented in part by Meeks Realty Group. Our area's most beautiful properties deserve the finest realtors. Meeks Realty Group. Visit them online, meeks.us, or call 304-440-1101. Bigly Piggly Wiggly Hotline, 304-345-5858. Fruits Pharmacy Text, 304-935-5008. If you see news happening, text the word NEWS to 35651. And a reminder that you can follow us at WCHSnetwork.com and at WVMetroNews.com. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Follow me personally, Dave Allen Radio and Facebook, or at Dave A70 on Twitter. We'll take a break. We're back after this from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live. Brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group and the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses bring first-class businesses to your community. Ready for something new? Hey, it's Sydney inviting you to Thornhill Ford Lincoln on the Thornhill Motor Mile, where it's time to drive something new into summer with Thornhill. Set yourself up with adventure for the whole family in a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Or discover the power behind the badge with 2023 Ford F-150 XLT, offering 0% APR for 36 months. Plus, only Thornhill Ford Lincoln offers a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty with your next purchase. Click or come by at thornhillford.net. We've got your keys to summer on the Thornhill Motor Mile, US 119 Chapmanville. 
The Adelphia Summer Concert Series, fueled by Parmar, brings you world-class entertainment at a fraction of the price compared to the bigger cities. Join us for nothing but a good time. June 22nd for Brett Michaels, Grammy-winning bluesman Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram on the 23rd, and country superstar Craig Morgan, June 24th. Weekend passes and daily tickets available now at theadelphia.com. Located just off I-77 exit 1 in Marietta, Ohio. You have to see it to believe it. The Adelphia Summer Concert Series, fueled by Parmar Stores. Thrive with five at the best community bank in the Canal Valley, Poca Valley Bank. Poca Valley Bank is now offering a certificate of deposit special, 10-month APY, annual percentage yield 5%. Take advantage of this great rate to grow your savings. For more information, stop by a Poca Valley Bank location today or call 844-782-2651. Poca Valley Bank, where relationships matter. Certain terms and conditions apply. Rates based on minimum annual percentage yield. Subject to change without notice. Minimum deposit required of $10,000 of new money not currently on deposit with Poca Valley Bank to receive APY. Member FDIC. At Pew Furniture Warehouse Showrooms, we are unloading truck after truck. Shipments of lift chairs, baby furniture, and I mean loads of baby furniture. Amish-made bedrooms and dining rooms. When buying Amish furniture, you can have it just the way you want. Our Made in West Virginia Almost Heaven mattresses. Don't forget, these mattresses are flippable. We also carry a good selection of power bases and hybrid mattresses. Check out our selection of sofas, reclining furniture, and sleeper sofas made here in the USA. We're offering an additional 10% off store-wide on the tagged price, excluding clearance items. Clearance area changes weekly. Buy it today and have it in your home tomorrow. We offer 12 months same as cash to qualified buyers. Pew Furniture Warehouse Showrooms, 1320 Smith Street, Charleston. Open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5.30, Saturday, 10 to 5, Sunday closed. Seventeen minutes away from ten. Phone calls to five eighty live. A service of Bigly Piggly Wiggly. When shopping at your Bigly Piggly Wiggly, be sure to join their loyalty program. You can save big at the gas pumps or throughout the store with their electronic coupons and free gifts on Fridays just for stopping by from farm to table. Bigly Piggly Wiggly, the best kept secret in Charleston. Texting services provided by Fruit Pharmacy, your hometown family pharmacy. And the hotline for Bigly Piggly Wiggly is open 304-345-5858 or you can text courtesy of Fruit Pharmacy 304-935-5008. I do have some text to get to. Texas, sure, I believe this paid lobbyist hack over Manchin who actually did something in Congress as the AFP hack. <laughs> the hack. If uh, record natural gas production, the highest ever in 2022 and soon to be 2023, is a failure of the Biden administration. Text says, hmm, the guy who claims to know about the MVP deal doesn't know that Mooney did nothing. Looks like AFP isn't trustworthy to call balls and strikes on the matter. Uh, Texas, does AFP believe in the type of freedom that allows LGBT people to live their lives free of discrimination? Texas says it's ironic, but young people who are the most likely to register as Democrats are the ones fleeing the state in droves. I do not think with emphasis on social legislation, now it will get any better, according to a texter. 580 Live is brought to you by Hudson's Pizza. This month at your favorite Hudson's, get a large 18-inch pepperoni pizza and an order of cinnamon bites with icing $20.99. Find your local Hudson at Hudson'sPizza.com. I've, um, I've had several people that have uh, reached out to me uh, via text or in person uh, asking about the status of the investigation into the lewd behavior allegations against Kanawha County Commissioner Kent Carper. A as of now, there is nothing new to report. Uh, Carper um, has been released from the hospital, um, and it was announced last week that a special prosecutor has been named moving forward. It's Logan County Prosecutor David Wadley. But again, there is nothing at all uh, to report at this particular time. I do know that several media outlets, including this one, have filed what we call FOIAs, or Freedom of Information um, uh, Acts, um, trying to get footage, reports, documents, so on and so forth, anything related to the case, and so far, nothing. We will keep you posted uh, on, on that as information becomes available, if and when it becomes available. So the Trump indictment, 49 pages in all. How does the indictment affect the Trump campaign? Well, the answer is not much. <laughs> in fact, 
as I said on Friday, unless Trump is in jail come late 2024, he'll be facing Joe Biden for president. Despite the fact that the majority of Americans don't want either one of them running for president, that's where we are. It will be, unless he's in jail at that time, it will be Biden-Trump part two come fall 2024. And I got the TV on here in the studio, just saw a headline a minute ago that came across one of the news channels here that said that Trump is vowing that uh, he is going to keep in the race no matter what. Polling released over the weekend from ABC News has Trump leading Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by 30 percentage points. <laughs> and it's just going up with all this. It's it's going up. And, and think about that. What this has done, it's basically just energized the base of Donald Trump. And it's going to continue to do that. Indict, throw out whatever you want to throw out, it's only helping Donald Trump because the majority of his hardcore base, he said it himself, and I forget the exact quote he said, but in the 2016 campaign, he said something to the effect of, and I'm very much paraphrasing, I could kill somebody in downtown New York City and they wouldn't care. And he's absolutely right because they don't care. Uh, It is interesting enough to me, though, that President Biden has had no comment whatsoever about the Trump indictment, which, when you think about it, though, is understandable. I mean, he really can't, because it would be seen as trying, whether he was really trying to or not, it would be seen as possibly impacting the case. So imagine this, and I'm not a legal expert by any stretch of the imagination, but imagine this, 2024... As I said, Trump is going to be the nominee. I, there was a time when I didn't think he was going to be the nominee, but you know, the more that comes out, and he, we haven't even got to Georgia yet. All this stuff with Trump now is just based on the documents in Florida. You know, the, the New York thing was not a big deal. I mean, it was a big deal to the people involved, but in the big picture of things, not a big deal. Even people that were anti-Donald Trump said, this is not the hill we want to die on. Georgia is going to be the big deal, and now Florida. But so we've not even gotten to Georgia yet. But it doesn't matter because it's just, again, just continuing to energize the base. Now, Trump is due in a Miami courtroom uh, tomorrow, and then he plans to speak about the indictment again tomorrow night. This appearance will be pretty much like the last one in New York. Um, he'll show up tomorrow in court. They're saying, I was doing some reading on it this morning, they were saying that he could be fingerprinted and things of that nature, but they're not going to keep him there, obviously. And so when he's done, he makes his appearance in the Miami courtroom. He hops on a plane and he goes back home, uh, back north. And it's looking like that a former Trump attorney is going to be the star witness against him, that being uh, uh, Evan Corcoran. Um, Trump's former Attorney Bill Barr made several media appearances over the weekend and said, quote, Trump is toast. Now, we're not talking about the cool Rod Blackstone kind of toast. I mean, that he's done. Uh, And that, again, quoting Bill Barr, he's not a victim here. He was totally wrong, even if half of it is true. He's toast. That's according to quotes from from Bill Barr, several media outlets uh, over the weekend. Barr said that any idea that this is a political witch hunt is ridiculous. Trump, of course, accused of storing classified documents in cardboard boxes. We've all seen the pictures over the weekend on television, social media, whatnot, in, in a ballroom, in a bathroom, in a shower, office space, storage room, so on and so forth. Uh, and on the morning talk shows yesterday morning and throughout the weekend, not just morning shows, everyone from Jim Jordan to Lindsey Graham playing uh, whataboutism, uh, not really addressing the Trump situation much at all. Did you see that exchange between Lindsey Graham and George Stephanopoulos on this week yesterday? Man, <laughs> they went at it. I mean, they really, they really went at it. But in Jordan and these others, instead of talking about the Trump situation, instead talked about Hillary Clinton and, of course, President Biden and Hunter's laptop and so on and so forth. Um, a great number of Republicans 
here in West Virginia, and I mentioned this on Friday, released statements late Thursday into Friday about the Trump indictment, including Attorney General and gubernatorial candidate Patrick Morrissey, Governor Justice, Congressman Alex Mooney, Congresswoman Ale- uh, or Carol Miller, um, just to name a few. Uh, quick note here, Congressman and U.S. Senate candidate Alex Mooney will be addressing the Trump indictment with Hoppy today, as will State Democratic Party Chair Mike Pushkin. Pushkin, by the way, is going to be on this show Tomorrow, always a lively time when we have Mr. Pushkin in the house. He'll be on Hoppy today, then he'll be on this show tomorrow. Let me knock out a couple texts here before we go to break. Text says the indictment doesn't help the general election. The disgraced Trump is a major loser, lost the House, Senate, White House, and uh, precluded the red wave in 2022. Face it, your guy sucks, according to a texter. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I, and I, I said something wrong here, and I appreciate a texter. I, I, I referred to Bill Barr as Trump's attorney. He was attorney general, not Trump's attorney. That's my fault. I don't know why I said that. I knew that, but I appreciate the texter uh, pointing that out to me. He was not Trump's attorney. He was the AG. Eight minutes away from 10, 580 Live brought to you in part by your hometown baseball team, the Charleston Dirty Birds. Birds are on the road all this week, but will return home on June 20th. For tickets, promotions, schedules, and more, visit www.dirtybirdsbaseball.com. From the Parmar Store Studio, it's 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Outer Group of the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses want to thank you for shopping locally. Hey y'all, Uncle G with Valley Outdoors. Here to let everyone know we're extending our May inventory reduction sale for the month of June. The prices are so low we're not even contractually allowed to advertise them. This incredible sale is a great way to get Father's Day wrapped up early with Valley Outdoors gift cards. Make sure old Pops gets what he really wants. To see a list of sale items, go to valleyoutdoorswv.com or look us up on Facebook. Don't forget, we are the Tri-State's largest stocking firearm and safe dealer. We buy, trade, and sell guns every day. Bring us your gold and silver for the biggest cash payouts. Get down to Valley Outdoors, just off exit 39 in Tays Valley. Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized to you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation change? Hi, I'm Travis Willard, your Hurricane Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 304-397-5553. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Ready for something new? Hey, it's Sydney inviting you to Thornhill Ford Lincoln on the Thornhill Motor Mile, where it's time to drop something new into summer with Thornhill. Set yourself up with adventure for the whole family in a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Or discover the power behind the badge with 2023 Ford F-150 XLT, offering 0% APR for 36 months. Plus, only Thornhill Ford Lincoln offers a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty with your next purchase. Click or come by at thornhillford.net. We've got your keys to summer on the Thornhill Motor Mile, U.S. 119 Chapmanville. Let's call for all of our super financial sequence for all details. Your Putnam County Assessor's Office is mandated to ensure your real estate is evaluated properly and fairly. This year, their field personnel will be in the Winfield, Scott Depot, and Taze Valley districts to revisit homeowners. Plus, new construction in the county will be assessed. They will be in marked vehicles and will have photo ID and business cards. If you have any questions about this process, visit their website at PutnamCOAssessor.com. That's PutnamCOAssessor.com. Six away from 10, Bigly, Piggly Wiggly, Hotline 304-345-5858, Fruits Pharmacy, text 304-935-5008. Festival continues today in Charleston, and I have uh, today's schedule posted on Dave Allen Radio and Facebook, and details available in full at their website, festivalcharleston.com slash events. Text says, my guess is Carper resigns from the commission due to health issues, and nothing ever comes of the charges. His daughter claims going to a park notorious for that type of behavior is a symptom of Heart disease. Texture says, Dave, this is not their whataboutism. Sick of people spewing that term. Newsflash asking legitimate questions about the different responses to an issue of a Republican instead of a Democrat is not whataboutism. It is about not showing consistency and condemnation, outrages, and consequences. I cannot stand hypocrites, according to a texture. I understand, texture, what you're saying there, but it is, regardless of how you feel, it is whataboutism. When, and I'm not a big fan of that term either, even though I've used it a lot. Uh, <laughs> it is whataboutism when you say, okay, this is A, but what about B? It is whataboutism regardless of the parties involved. And parties, I mean no pun, no, no pun intended on that. 
In a uh, Putnam County courtroom today, the trial against restaurant owner Asha Seezy begins today. Now, he's the owner of Fairways in Tays Valley. Uh, just before the show this morning, I talked to someone who was actually in the courtroom, and they said it was packed. Uh, he's charged with sexual assault, abduction, and unlawful restraints. Those charges came out in March. He is uh, maintaining his innocence and has pled not guilty. The allegations go back to March 2022. His bond was set at $100,000, uh, which he posted and was ordered to turn in his passport. It, it's really a bizarre story uh, from the owner of one of the most popular restaurants in the Kanawha Valley. Uh, we, of course, are following the trial, and we will uh, have the latest uh, as it becomes available on air at WVMetroNews.com and at WCHSNetwork.com as well. Uh, Mike Nolte has an interesting story posted now at WVMetroNews.com, and it has to do with Morgantown. But you can substitute Charleston in the storyline and some other cities as well. A lot of similarities. A property owner in Morgantown, a gentleman named Lucian Lewin, addressed Morgantown City Council about safety issues within his city. And he talked about large crowds gathering and loitering about town. Um, sound familiar? Uh, Lewin said the downtown issues, again, we're talking about Morgantown, are preventing him from bringing new business to the area. And he talked about losing a potential coffee house that wanted to open up in Morgantown, but they were scared off by the people sleeping in doorways, loitering, public drinking, etc. Again, sound familiar? A lot of similarities between Morgantown and what we see in downtown Charleston every day. And I've said it on the show since I started doing the show three years ago. And again, I'm talking Charleston now. I have no idea what the answer is. I mean, the city officials know about it. They see it daily. And I'm sure they don't like it either. I've had them on the show and they've talked about it. Um, I had a little extra time early Friday afternoon before I was set to head out of town for an appointment. So I just kind of drove around Charleston a little bit, you know, 12, 1 o'clock or so on, on Friday afternoon. And what I saw... Wasn't good. There were a lot of kids going into Clay Center, and about 75 yards away, there were a bunch of, let's say, less than Chamber of Commerce-looking folks. Uh, open containers, grown men riding little girls' bikes, etc. And I hate to be negative, but it's not a good look at all for the city, a city that has so much going for it. So what is the answer? Sadly, you know, I don't know because there's so many legal ramifications of trying to clean it up. I mean, you can't tell people who don't have a home that they can't be on the street. Uh, I know some cities, including Morgantown, have looked at panhandling ordinances, but a lot of times you get into First Amendment issues there. And, I, and I'm not making that up, by the way. Panhandling ordinances have been struck down on the basis of free speech across America. The jails are overcrowded, and I'm not sure you can arrest your way out of this problem anyway. There are laws on the books against vagrancy, but it's very hard to enforce them. And, and I hate to bring up problems I don't have solutions for. That certainly is is the case here. Um, I'll say this, and I'll close with this. Some of these people, though, some of these folks downtown Charleston, Morgantown, some of these cities, are going to happen upon the wrong person, and it's not going to be pretty. And I'm not advocating vigilanteism by any stretch of the imagination, but... It is what it is. All right, we got to go. Thank you to uh, Mayor Scott James of St. Albans Jack Fest, of course, going on this weekend. And uh, I think we're going to talk about it again on the show on Friday. And also uh, thanks to uh, Jason Hoffman from Americans for Prosperity. Coming up on the show tomorrow, State Democratic Party Chair and Delegate Mike Pushton is going to stop by the studio. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit about the Wine and Jazz Festival, which is happening this weekend. Ryan Nicholson was my producer today. Thank you so much, Hoppy, and more coming up. I will see you tomorrow. Till then, have fun. I love somebody. WCHSAM 96.5 FM Charleston and 104.5 Cross Lanes, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.